From the smallest room in New York City comes a show that gives you a reason to live. I just have a couple of headlines for you before I throw you over to this interview with myself. And, uh, well, interview, you know, we're talking about news and stuff. Uh, Larry Izzo, you know him as the ex-exterminator. Larry Izzo, and he uh, is the host of the Thrill to Kill podcast, which I also produce, and I hope you get a chance to check it out. Thrill of the Kill podcast, and you can get it at iTunes. Apple podcast, I believe it's called now. Uh, he's spree and clear, a burglar binge. Uh, there's another bail reform poster boy in town. Cops call this one Brickman. Yes, ex-con Anthony Manson earned his nickname by allegedly using a brick in smash-and-grab robberies. He's been busted three times in a recent string of burglaries across violent Brooklyn and Manhattan where everything sparkles or used to and uh, each time he has been released it's a smash and grab robber you know a brick you break a window you grab things it's about the most primitive thing in the world you know the only crime more primitive than this I think is when you have a woman who really wants a baby and she either knows somebody who's pre- I think she usually will know somebody who's pregnant or she'll see somebody who's pregnant and she will stab the woman rip the baby out of her stomach out of her it's not really a stomach is it but you know out of it's not like she ate a baby but you know out of out of out of the woman's guts and then keep the baby and the woman died to me that is the most primitive form of of crime and and certainly uh, certainly among them even if you disagree and a smash and grab it's very similar to a smash and grab when you think about it it's it's slice and grab it's a slash and grab <laughs> well this Manson he's 50 years old he was arrested December 23rd for three burglaries in violent Brooklyn earlier that month and well he got a Christmas gift courtesy of Governor Cuomo's new bail law uh, when he was released on Christmas Day. How nice. I'm not going to focus too hard on all this bail reform stuff for you guys today. I know that you know, it's stories, right? But this guy is interesting. A lot of smash and grabs, and this does seem to be the, the prominent feature uh, of crime uh, happening in New York today, and that it's not punished so much, or at least you get to leave and you know, I guess it's kind of up to you whether or not you come back, and then there'll be a bench warrant. You know, and they'll they'll be after you. Now, the that used to be handled. They, they would, the bail bondsman would come and get you, right? But they would either do it themselves or they would send a bounty hunter. Bounty hunter business is got to be slowing down in this region. You know, uh, who knows how many of these people are going to actually come to, to trial? It's it's very. Very interesting, and and it uh, I guess it, a lot of it, it is remains to be seen. Now, this Manson, as I said, he was suspected of then committing two burglaries in Brooklyn the, the very same day. That very same day, he was busted again on January third for two more break-ins committed on the second and the third. This guy cannot stop robbing shit. He can't. This is what he do cops also suspect him of eight other burglaries in brooklyn so uh, i'll have more details on that story um since i i claimed i was only going to go over some headlines these are from today's newspaper 
And uh, yes, I hope you're enjoying your weekend. The the, uh, nation's top immigration official said Friday that Mayor de Blasio needs to, quote, own, quote, own the death of uh, 92-year-old Queens woman. You know, you're that woman. Well, this this is the sanctuary city policy now. They say that this is as a result of, I don't know if you know this, but uh, yes, the ICE boss is down on, uh, you know, uh, clearly he disagrees with the fact that this guy, uh, I believe his name is, now this is the 21-year-old suspect that they have, Riaz Khan, who looks like a college student, Maybe he's got a little devil in his eyes or something. But, you know, that's the kind of thing that you see when you know somebody killed somebody and also assaulted his dad back in November. He was arrested and then released, even though he had a detainer from ICE, Sanctuary City. So there's where the blame comes in. He was still in New York, still in New York City, and still on hand when the Lord wanted to call home this 92-year-old woman in Richmond Hill who was walking around picking up cans in the middle of the night. So I guess God needed another 92-year-old can picker-upper up in heaven. And this guy right now, you know, he's been arrested for murder. Before, it was an assault on his dad. He had a broken ceramic mug, and he sliced his dad up with it. His dad went to the hospital, and... uh, uh, like I said, um, Riaz Khan got to leave. He's, uh, yeah, he was released without bail. Uh, you know, there was a federal request, as I said, uh, that, you know, they'd be held for deportation. Uh, so the ICE boss I mentioned before, he's acting immigration and customs enforcement director, Matthew Albentz, just so you know who he is. Now, uh, yeah, we wanted him three months ago before he did this. If we had been able to cooperate with the NYPD, Marissa Fuentes would be alive today. That's the 92-year-old woman. So it makes a strong point. What do you think? You think that somebody else would have stepped in and and murdered her in his absence? I'm not so sure. She was very popular in the neighborhood. Fed all the cats. Uh, Albans added... uh, (laughs) bitterly too little too late New York City well I mean I don't even think what have they even done that qualifies as a little and of course it's too late now the ICE chief he was flanked by members of the NYPD Sergeants Benevolent Association who we love okay we gotta we gotta make that clear we do love the Sergeants Benevolent Association and we love their uh, the president of their union. He is the best, uh, Ed Mullins. Now, those uh, cases involve more than 200 homicides. Five, now, the, the cases I'm talking about, uh, the city last year complied with just 10 of more than 70, uh, 10 of more than 7,500 detainer requests for illegal immigrants charged with or convicted of various crimes. 10. That is a low percentage and a small fraction of the 7,500. That's ridiculous. Uh, just, I, 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 and actually, you know what? I'm shocked that they complied with any. Uh, the city really, really, really likes illegal aliens. <laughs> 
uh, those cases, like I said, involve more than 200 homicides. Just, just the 200 homicides, okay? That means it did not comply with ICE requests. Was, I mean, let's say all those, all 10 of the ones they complied with were homicide. 190 murders, homicides. 500 robberies, 1,000 sexual offenses, 1,000 weapons offenses, and 3,500 assaults. He said ICE has no option but to increase enforcement because of the city's lack of cooperation. Under de Blasio's sanctuary policy, illegal immigrants are turned over to ICE only if they've been convicted of any of 170 serious or violent felonies. Not, not including homicide. And, and apparently quite a few sex offenses as well. Uh, in response to uh, this guy's remarks, mayoral spokeswoman Freddie Goldstein. Freddie Goldstein is female. I have not heard Freddie used as a female's name just because you put an eye on it. Uh, the death of Maria Fuentes was an absolute tragedy and we mourn for her. Fear, hate, and attempts to divide are signatures of the Trump admin. Not NYC. We are the safest big city in America because of our policies. Not in spite of them. Well, no, in spite of them. And I don't know that I, about being the safest big city in the world anymore. I, I don't know if I... It doesn't speak well of a lot of other big cities, if that's the case. More on this in days to come. This I promise. So we talked about the smash and grab burglar binge. This guy did... A shitload of robberies. He's out. And we talked about uh, this guy, Riaz Khan, and the remarks by Acting Immigration and Customs Enforcement Director Matthew Albens. Uh, this guy here. Oh, my God. Woodbury. I'm Woodbury. I'm the one that's been robbing banks. Well, an accused six-time bank robber who I believe I might have uh, not discussed with you personally yet, an accused six-time bank robber who's become the face of all that's wrong with New York's new bail reform law. He is now finally in jail. Thanks to federal prosecutors who have seized control of his case and done what no state judge was free to do. So I guess that's how it's going to work. This guy robbed four banks uh, in Upper West Side, West Village, Chelsea. And then he was uh, arrested and uh, set free. He's like, I can't believe you're letting me go. Yes. He went to Brooklyn. He robbed another bank. And then another bank was robbed with this same MO. And they think it was they think it was him. Uh, I'm going to go into deeper detail on this bank robber story. Again, I hate to keep putting you off, but I don't want to just sit here and, uh, you know, read the facts for you guys. Many, many stories. Uh, to come. A woman got, Jesus Christ, hit by a fucking garbage truck and it somehow well, it cut her in two. So that and, uh, and another very interesting story about a lady who insisted on getting off the bus while it was moving. Those stories are more. Now, you should go to crimereport.nyc if you want to see this video of a Bronx guy who he went to his, his job in Orange County, California. Now, I don't know what this Bronx guy is doing in California, working and still being from the Bronx. But that's a New York tie-in. If you want to see the video of him beating up his uh, girlfriend or trying to, 
seems like she's not taking any shit off this guy, but he shows up, he's swinging, he's kicking, he's got this long-ass knife he puts up his sleeve. The guy's a real piece of shit. He looks like a student. Uh, uh, I mean, he looks high school age. He looks like a complete... I thought it was in a school. It's not. It's in some kind of fucking other place. Look, uh, I'm going to let it go with that. By the way, the cover of the post today is hilarious. Big, fat fucking terrorist from ISIS right there on the fucking front page. So, New York Post, thank you for being so entertaining. And uh, thank you guys for listening. Enjoy this interview. I will talk to you later. Oh, my God. Well, uh, by the way, uh, we're, we're talking also about Tessa Majors now. Because, you know, like I said, you think, okay, well, stabbing, that's going to be enough, right, to be held. Well, you know, being a suspect is all you are uh, at first. And you know what? They, they found... The, the who they believe is the stabber. Uh, really? Yeah, one that uh, an accomplice. Really? Yeah. Who was charged with attempted second degree murder? Uh, is uh, oh no, uh, what am I saying? Attempted second degree murder. No second attempted. Second degree. Yeah. Yeah. This girl's dead. Eighteen year old Tessa Majors. She was, uh, as we know, uh, up near Columbia. She was a student at Barnard College. She was a freshman. She was eighteen years old. And uh, stabbed, stabbed to death because she fought back. And, and I think it's because she bit his finger. And uh, he must have just saw red at that point. He's 14 years old. I mean, he can't be expected to control his emotions. The stabber is 14, four years younger than this girl. Teenagers, you know, we people say, oh, it's teens. Well, teens can kill people. Yeah. And uh, they like to uh, rob sometimes. This was a robbery. A robbery gone bad. Mm. I don't like to say that because it just like makes it sound like, oops, we fucked up. Yeah, no. We were just trying to rob her. And next thing you know, she's dead. We Look, you can't expect us to be good at this. We're new. Right. 13. But when there's no money, there's a problem. You the guy would do something else. Well, you know, she had a Let's they wanted to get, you know, and she probably did have a little money. I, I, in, in this case, I think she just fought back. Let's stab her. I don't think it's like, you don't got no money. Yeah, right, it was just, just probably a reaction after reaction. I mean, you know, you bring a knife to a fucking uh, gun robbery. Then, <laughs> gun if only she had a gun. See, maybe be a, it might have evened it up a little bit. Really cute girl, too, Tessa Majors. Uh, one one thirty in the morning there. And, uh, oh, wait, this is something else. Okay, sorry about that. No, that was in broad daylight, actually. It was like, well, not broad daylight, but in the afternoon. I think it was like 5.30. Yeah. And it's, it's kind of dark by then. But really, does, it, does the... Does the light really? I mean, it's to me, it doesn't really matter. Well, now they have lights up there. I'm sure they can light up half of Manhattan because after the bridge falls and collapses, you know, they always do something to correct it. Of course, yeah. You, so gotta, they, you gotta they shut got that barn security. door when the horse runs out. Exactly. So they probably got some initial uh, more security up there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, it's about time because they've known about this for decades. Yeah, yeah. Decades they've talked about it. I, uh, on, on his podcast, uh, Colin Flaherty was talking about it. It's. Uh, you know, something that people used to used to say openly, like, hey, you don't go into that park over there because they will rob you. And they stopped saying that because I guess they made the determination that that was uh, safe, kind of like not a not a uh, 
not I don't, just maybe not an altogether uh, not not altogether politically correct thing mm-hmm. to say. It certainly isn't in keeping with the university's usual policy of um, say nothing, uh, no nothing, uh, ignoring crime <laughs> and who's nothing. committing it. But uh, yeah, so um, that's that's the deal. And now this guy was they found him, they got him, and they arrested him, and then they had to do a DNA test to see if I mean, you know they're just. As part right, of the investigation, right. they did a DNA test. They swabbed his mouth, and then uh, they let him go. So he's out. How did they let him go? I mean, because they just there said, was no evidence? There's I mean, the door. Get out, you know? I mean, <laughs> well, because he had a, a... I suppose his age enters into it for some reason, I, but he stabbed somebody to death, allegedly. He's a suspect. The reason they went after him is because the kid who was with him, who's also charged, is the one who gave his name. You did know? he get out? Nope. Mm-hmm. I don't believe he got out. I'm not exactly sure. Because he's confessed, you know I mean? Like, he said he did it. And uh, I mean, he said he didn't do it. He said he was in on the robbery, but the stabbing... The stabbing was this other kid. That was this kid, and his name is uh, Kalima Minton. Oh, excuse me, that's the mother's name of the kid. <laughs> that's, the, no, that's the mother's name, Kalima Minton. But I guess, I guess his name is Minton as well, but I don't. I think he's still unidentified officially. Well, he's a 14-year-old. They're not going to put his name in Yes, I guess. But, I mean, we know his last name, maybe. Um, his last name is maybe? 14-year-old boy. <laughs> You're breaking me up. <laughs> Suspected of fatally stabbing her. Now, um, so I, he seems like he would be a flight risk, too, because the mom, they believe... At, lied to the cops in order to try to help the kid. Because oh. he... Um, she said, well, he jumped out of the car when we were on our way to the precinct, you know, to see the cops. Oh, right. He was turning himself in and he decided not and he, to. And he leapt out of the car and ran away. And she and, and they think now that that was bullshit. And that, yeah. like she was just trying, Definitely to, bullshit. trying to help. Uh, so as it turns out, uh, the mother also has a sort of a, a, a history. She's got a bit of a past. I'll read from the New York Post. The 14-year-old boy suspected of fatally stabbing Barnard College freshman Tessa Majors has a mother with a stabbing of her own on her rap sheet. 13 years ago, <laughs> the suspect's mother, identified by police, sources, and neighbors as 35-year-old Katima Minton. She was arrested in a knife attack in Jamaica, Queens, where she lived at the time. Uh, well, a lot of stabbings happened in Jamaica, Queens. Yeah. yeah. Just keeping up with the Joneses there. Uh, it was 1.30 in the morning, and Minton and a second woman had gotten into a screaming match at 148th and 87th Avenue, according to a story that ran in the Post back in 2006. Katima, I, was, I had just gotten here. I had just gotten here. when It was in August. I'd been here just a few months. I'd seen that girl naked across the way, you know, because, like, <laughs> you know how it is. Like, you can look one window to another. I was up on the fifth floor, and I looked down, and she was, like, on the third floor, maybe, or fourth. I guess it must have been fourth floor. And all her clothes were off. I had just arrived, and, and I saw a stark naked woman right across the street, right across uh, 22nd Street, and she was in that big apartment building that's over there. Uh, Deborah Harry, actually. Uh, Deborah Harry, yeah. Yeah, she lives there. Wait, wait, what am I saying? It's on, yeah, it's on 22nd, I guess. Well, yeah, I think so, but she... It's either 22nd or... Yeah, it has to be 22nd. It's that whole block, 22nd and 23rd. Doesn't matter. Debbie Harry. This wasn't Debbie Harry. This was a much younger woman with a better body, and it was completely naked. And I watched her (laughs) for as long as she stood there and did things, walking around, you know, doing... And and then I I came to that, that spot 
every day at five forty five. You know. And how did that work out? Okay, for you? Well, it was fruitless, of course. <laughs> yeah. That, that was kind of my thing. point. You knew I was building yeah, that, yeah, yes. Yeah. But I did see it again uh, by chance another time. So, you know, it's was she like, cleaning and shit? Was she doing her daily chores? Um, she wasn't, uh, no feather duster, nothing no like that. Duster. And she wasn't, uh, no, she was just like naked and, and in, a, in a state of undress uh, while doing, you know, like probably she was getting dressed. And, and she dragged out the naked part because she knew she had an audience, you know. I mean, like you have to know. You at least think, okay, somebody is seeing this. I'm. I have no curtains. I have no blinds. I'm nude. The light is on. Here I am. There's, you know, potentially hundreds of people that can see her. That's a big turn on. There's a new hotel out at Kennedy Airport. I'm not interested, Larry. No, I'm not going to do it with you. No, I, I understand that. I don't go that way. But anyway, I thought it was a thought. We'd take a shot. But there's a new hotel out by Kennedy Airport. It's right where that, um, you know, that building is that they, um, it's the old United building, I believe. Okay. Or is it American Airlines? Not sure. Yeah, I think it might have been American. This is actually your story, so. Oh, yeah, okay. I'm, I'm bringing it up. But you go there, and I've been to several events there in the morning. Uh-huh. And they're all, like the whole hotel, they slide those drapes open, and it's very dark glass, mm-hmm. I guess, from the inside. But from looking outside in, you can see everybody what they have for breakfast. I mean... They, they spread their butt cheeks t- I am right telling you. That's, a, that's it, amazing. It, it's amazing what you see. And I don't think anybody's got a, a clue. So I was talking to some of the sanitation guys that pick up it. Kennedy Airport, they go, we love that job. We love that job. Go there at four in the morning. You see everything. Oh, my God. So I joined the sanitation department. Congratulations. Yeah. You passed the exam passed 50 the years exam. ago. <laughs> now you're finally. They're calling me now. Finally taking the job. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm so thrilled for you. I need a pension. You know? Yeah. yeah you, you, it's you only collect, 20 years. Collect it when you're 90. And yeah, so. That's it. Hey, so the Standard Hotel, right in this very neighborhood, I believe, is uh, or maybe down a little bit into Soho, Noho, whatever the fuck it is, but. Uh, they have, uh, yeah, that's the, the windows. It's a, it's a feature of the hotel, you know. It's an unspoken one. They don't say, like, oh, come be naked in front of the city. Right. But people will often, like, you know, uh, right. get it on, you know, uh, in, in a way that you'll be able to enjoy it. Right, and then you would have an audience outside. Yes. Right by, right by the hot dog stand. And you could just say, like, oh, this is the, <laughs> Wow. I'm enjoying this hot dog in a way I didn't anticipate. <laughs> and and isn't that something? Yeah, people are that exhibitionistic that that becomes like a like a thing. I've heard of it in other places too, where they have just the bathroom. You know, so if you take a piss in front of right, somebody, right, right, that's a little less erotic. You know, yeah, it's, yeah. That, that attracts a certain kind of fucking uh, voyeur. I think you know the, the pee people. She pulled a knife and lunged at the victim. This is back in 2006. To bring it back to uh, Katina Minton, the mother of uh, the suspect in the Tessa Major stabbing, which is Rock, New York. I mean, the Upper West Side is terrified. Uh, and I suppose it doesn't do a hell of a lot of good that the, the kid is out. He's got to be a flight risk. I mean, they had to chase him down in this case, too. So, you know. He's a flight risk. He f- flew out of his mother's car. Well, allegedly. But, he, I, you know, they also got a tip that he might have gone down south and everything. I mean, like, this, this, is, this kid's yeah. not likely to hang around. He's not. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not convinced that, uh, that he the, needed protective custody. Protective custody. You see, this. Uh, I, I can't quite read it out. 
there's a picture of Katina Minton, and she looks like she doesn't really take a lot of shit, but she's wearing a pink shirt, and I can read it backwards, and it reads, I don't sweat. So she's apparently royalty, you know? <laughs> Maybe she had a Falkland Islands uh, incident right. that, that has rendered her sweatless. But uh, oh, she's, I guess like she's not nervous about shit. I guess that's what I mean. I ain't sweating you. But, uh, yeah, she pulled a knife, lunged at the victim, whose identity was withheld after they started fighting. Uh, the victim was stabbed in the shoulder, treated in a hospital, and released. Meanwhile, Minton was arrested and charged with assault, criminal possession of a weapon, and harassment. Disposition of her case was unclear. She was 21 at the time, living in Jamaica. Uh, that's according to public records. Now, at the time, her son, whose photo was released by police, and we have, you know, if you want to look at him, uh, I, I'll post this on the New York City Crime Report Facebook page. I promise this time. You know, I, I mean, like, I've kind of, I, maybe I missed a couple of things here and there, but this one will go up. Um, and, and a lot of fun stuff on there. You know, somebody comes catch up on some of these links. They're there uh, at, uh, on Facebook. You know, I don't do a lot of stuff on Facebook. I try to keep up with that New York City Crime Report Facebook page when I can, okay? If you send me a message, I didn't get back to you for like six months to a year. <laughs> it's a lot of boxes to check all the time. So write me at patdixonnyc at gmail.com and that, that will get you here. Uh, if you want to say something to me a lot easier. Mm. Uh, now, uh, like I said, she was, she's was she been charged in a stabbing before. She was 21 at the time. Her son, whose photo was released, he was only 16 months old. So he hadn't stabbed anybody yet, I believe. I don't think he had a record at that point. He was working up to it. But fast forward 13 years, and investigators are now awaiting DNA results for Minton's son, who uh, on Thursday was cheek swabbed. Oof. You don't want to, you don't want to be cheek swabbed. So they cheek swabbed him, Swab and then they cheek. let him go. And then they let him go. Investigators are seeking a DNA profile match with any forensics that might have been left on her body. Probers believe that the boy, too, allegedly stabbed in anger, as the mother did. So I guess, uh, like mother, like son. Hang a management problem right there. Yeah. Why couldn't these two just fight it out? Well, I think they just stab each other, mother and son. Yeah. Something beautiful about that. Majors bit her main attacker on the finger as they scuffled during their mugging gone awry mm. earlier in December, uh, just months, I mean, excuse me, just steps from Barnard College campus. One theory of investigators is that the bite enraged the young mugger, prompting him to stab Majors, who was 18, was 18. Uh, and that same bite may have left behind enough DNA to confirm the killer's identity. They were able to pull some DNA off her uh, teeth. Right, right. It's amazing stuff. It really is. You know, I'm curious to know if they if they catch and find out who did this. I mean, and he's 14 years old. They're going to try him as an adult. I nothing would surprise me. I mean, I think that they should. I would think so too. I mean, that, that's a that's a murder, right? Yeah. I mean, that's not just uh, fucking around. It's you know, I it's a, a, the attempted. I mean, it's, excuse me, it's second degree murder. Uh, the you know the other guy's charged with like being an accomplice or something right. like that, or however that works. I don't know. But it seems like manslaughter is something that. Well, you didn't mean to kill her. You just you took the knife. He out got, to he scare got bit. Her. So it was a. It she was a, jumped into the knife, and but it was a reaction to a reaction. That's what he's which I think. Say. Yeah, which I think still should be second degree murder. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah. should fry. Crime of passion is second degree. He took somebody's life. He should fry. Hmm. Well, uh, that won't happen here. That's no, for sure. not in this state. Uh, one theory of investigators, as I said, was that he saw red there and uh, men. Uh, did not respond to a request for comment 
at her address or through her social media. So they've been trying to get in touch with her. Uh, numerous photos of her 14-year-old son, by the way, on her Facebook account. <laughs> if you just want to troll this lady, Katina Minton, uh, that is uh, uh, K-A-T-I-M-A, M-I-N-T-O-N, 35 years old. Uh, then came my charming prince, she posted on Mother's Day <laughs> two years ago, alongside a photo of her then 12-year-old, her charming prince not her prince charming no it's her charming, charming prince. prince investigators believe a dna profile of the boy swap will be ready early this week so they are uh, i suppose they are stepping up the pace on it a little bit sometimes it could take weeks sometimes it could take days or you hours. would think in a case like this they would just move it along yeah even with the holiday you know you gotta call it somebody's gotta handle this shit crime never sleeps crime does not take a vacation never and, and uh you know, that's, i'd like to say that of myself but uh, i would compromise my journalistic integrity to <laughs> say that i don't ever sit it out every once in a while. I appreciate you guys hanging with me when I uh, do that. So, yeah, like, here's the idea. I want to go every other day. Would you, would you guys listen every other day? Sure. Okay, we'll see. Now, this is right up your alley, Larry, because we have uh, an ex-exterminator, a story which an ex-exterminator uh, might be able to offer some insight into. Now, you're you're, you're uh, into the thrill of the kill, as is uh, the title of your podcast, Correct. which is uh, nothing more thrilling than killing. I can tell you that right now. For, as a comedian, you go on stage and kill. If killing a person feels anywhere near that good, then, go uh, you know, I, I have a new way of it. But you never killed a person. You were no. killing insects, which, you know, in fact, made people's lives much better, uh, much Correct. healthier, much more hygienic, sometimes curing asthma. Sometimes a lot of people aren't aware that, you know, cockroaches at home gives you asthma, very likely, can, and uh, and and a host of other things. I mean, we don't even get it. all the things you've done. Thank you very much for your service. Uh, <laughs> I might have seen one of these rats and, and jumped up on a table or something, you know, uh, had it not been for you. So, but this is Trapper stuff. Mm. So I just wonder, this is the, the Brooklyn subway coon. He's back on track, you see. Uh, the elusive Nevin Street subway station raccoon was back on the tracks. And uh, he frustrated officers tasked with, with wrangling the mass bandit. The way of getting him did not look to... They looped him? They, they got didn't get him. He's not... He's, oh. he's, he's still on the loose. Yeah. Yeah. Without bail, you know? <laughs> they did not... They didn't even arrest this guy. They gave him a cell phone, too. Like, what's the point, right? Yeah, give him a swag bag. Filled with like, uh, what 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 do raccoons like to eat? Yeah, corn, like uh, ears of corn. Mm -hmm. I caught my uh, first raccoon with a quarter pound, a half a quarter pound, because I was hungry. I ate the other half. <laughs> That's true. But you ate first, right? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Once it's bait, it's bait. Once it's bait, it's done. Cops and transit workers spent seven hours attempting to nab the critter. Uh, what an overtime bill that must have been. They must be loving that. Yeah, absolutely. His name is uh, Chepe, uh, Cheapy. Now, I meant to look that up, and I never got around to it to see what it might mean. Uh, he was first spotted uh, in the Brooklyn train station. This is the Nevin Street station in Violent, Brooklyn, uh, in uh, November. Workers tried luring him from his hideout with breadcrumbs. Plantons, chicken and a bagel, but to no avail. Uh, that's, I guess that sounds like food. If the city wants me uh, to catch a raccoon, I'll catch a raccoon, one cop said. If they want me to catch a rapist, I'll catch a rapist. Well, that's a... <laughs> that's a scenario. 
he probably doesn't say shit like that when he's actually like trying to catch a rapist. You know, he's on some case. Like, you know I'd what? Be, I'd rather be trapping a raccoon at this yeah, point. Yeah. You know what else? I'll catch a rapist. I'll catch a raccoon too. <laughs> okay, that was weird. Apropos of nothing. I mean, it's one thing about the raccoon. It didn't rape anybody. I mean, it's a lot of manpower to devote to this. But um, what they had was like a cage, and they got the cage door open. They got food in there. Yeah. And uh, you can see this little raccoon sticking his head up, you know, like up to the platform. He's like coming out of the tunnel, so he's on that edge of it, you know. Right, right. Like just like looking around playing. And uh, I think he went in there and got and was able to get in and get out without get, without the door shutting on. Well, he maybe he uh, his back quarters got stuck in there and then he backed out. Yeah, that happens sometimes. He's uh, the, you know they they sort of marvel at his intelligence, which I always think is that's you know, bullshit. You know the the raccoons are not smart. Yeah, who knows? They, I mean, they got a little mask and you everything. You got to outsmart them. You know, you got to know what you're doing. I'm surprised they didn't call the ASPCA and have somebody down there with a loop to get them. Well, they did have some. Uh, they did have some, like, what do you call them, uh, you know, um, they had they had some people down there from animal, some sort of animal control. Animal control. Uh, yeah, that's why. Let me see. That's, I'm going to find that story here. That, oh, here we go. Rack. Raccoon is in the New York groove, you see. Two days in a row they're running stories on this shit. I mean, they couldn't leave it out of the Sunday paper. Desperate for news. Well, I mean, this is a big deal, you know. You got a raccoon loose down there. Yeah, look at that. And he jumped the, he jumped the turnstile, didn't pay the fare, so they got him on that. Jesus. Cops and transit workers spent, like I said, seven hours trying and failing. He's not stupid, you know, one cop said, while his colleague uh, cut out the, uh, called out to the striped critter. <laughs> the subway station workers have dubbed <laughs> a Chepe. I guess it's a C H E P E. El Chapo. El Chapo. El Chapo. Uh, workers uh, from three agencies: the NYPD, Animal Care, and the MTA. They repeatedly, repeatedly attempted to lure him into a cage stocked with edible goodies. They even had the two and three trains skip the station for about half an hour while they tried to catch him. So yeah, people were inconvenienced. You know what? There have been the, the train stoppages, according uh, by raccoons, has become a problem. Because uh, there were, you know how many of the raccoon-related subway disruptions there have been? At least 11. At least 11 of those raccoon... Uh, <laughs> it was 11 instances? It's amazing to me that there's a... Well, they got to go somewhere to keep warm, you know. Yeah. But uh, there's laws, you know, raccoons are not allowed in the subway. He doesn't respect that. We have to well, teach neither are the homeless, but they're there. No, they're allowed. They can go anywhere. Uh, more than double the five delays in 2018. So there were five in 2018, 11 this year, 2019. This is according to the MTA records. There were just two in 17, one in 2016. So we've gone from one to 11. In three years. Yeah, in just three short years. So, I mean, clearly, uh, yeah, this is an issue. Well, there might be an overpopulation of raccoons as well. Uh-huh. Oh, okay. That could be you know, that could an overpopulation. Be They're not being trapped. They're not being executed. We know there's at least one too many, right? Yeah, absolutely. And uh, the the problem with raccoons is that, you know, they can be, you know, back them into a corner. You don't want to deal with a raccoon. I mean, it sounds like a you don't want to deal no with deal. you don't want to deal with any animal that's cornered. Okay, no. you can corner a rat, you can corner a mouse. You just don't want to deal with it. No, uh, and they can be rabid, and they they uh, yeah, if too. you see a raccoon, if you, if a rabid raccoon sees you, I've heard stories of this. I mean. You lock eyes with him from fifty yards away, and 
he suddenly is not very far away because he's charging right. at you, right? Foaming, too. How would you deal with that? What's the best thing to do if somebody's being charged by... I mean, obviously avoid it, but, I mean, do you have any suggestions? I mean, like... Uh, run. Well, yeah, run. Okay. Run quickly. I mean, See, nothing, That wouldn't have occurred to me, actually. I mean... <laughs> I would have ran. Maybe play dead, you know? No, like, I was an exterminator. I would have ran if I had a thing foaming at the mouth trying to chase me around. Oh, yeah, sure. And then I would go out to the thing and get a trap and make sure I caught him properly. And if you're in the park and you see a raccoon like that foaming at the mouth charging you, you don't have to be faster than the raccoon. No, you don't. You just, you just have, have to be, be faster than that kid. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and you do got to be smarter than the raccoon. Raccoon, yes. And and, and I, I'm not really sure how one, uh, you know, that's, I, I think that, that that would be a great reality show. With a, you know, are you smarter than a raccoon? For, for yeah, Jeff, that would be. Jeff Foxworthy. And it's a pretty high stakes uh, Little game we have. If if you're not smarter than the raccoon, you you get rabies. Yeah, you'd be surprised how many people would fail that. Well, they're very vicious uh, when they have rabies. And and you know, yeah. uh, if you see a possum, for instance, and, and it's in the and it's during the day, you got to get away from that possum. It is rabid. Right. They're not supposed to be out during the day. But raccoons come out during the day. But they Even come out during the day. Eternal. I mean, in Florida, we have situations where there's no water and they don't get a lot of rain. So I had them actually break into my, well, they didn't break in. Well, they did. They pushed their way into my pool screen and started drinking my pool water. Wow. Did, did they yeah. drink it all? or? And I found his little pores. Like you, yeah. like you can't spare it? I would have left a. I would have left the, a nozzle dripping. You what know? is the fucking problem? I, I mean, know that's a whole pool, <laughs> and you're like, no, get away. You from can have water. all thirty three thousand gallons of that chlorinated water. I'd probably do them some good. That's where they get those little white stripes from. You know, the chlorine. Chlor well, no, I mean, like, so how did you handle that? What's that? The fucking raccoons oh, that, the out of your pool. Well, I wasn't were there. We, I wasn't we, there. We at just the time. talking. <laughs> yeah, we were. I'm sorry. <laughs> I get so intrigued in these things. Uh, no, actually, what happened is I wasn't there. Then the guy that was taking care of my place, he actually uh, called the exterminator and they set some traps. They got rid of them. Yeah. But they're all, you know what? They're all around there. I see them sometimes. If I'm washing my car, I'll have a rabbit, an egret, and a freaking raccoon sitting right there, honest to God, watching me. And then if I cut, sometimes I'll go... Like you're some kind of fucking sexy girl in a mini dress yeah, or something. exactly. What you looking at? <laughs> I do have my shirt off, you know. Hey. It's, you know... It's okay. Like, well, it's, you're kind of asking for it. It's like an Adonis thing. You wanted it. I did. And, uh, you know, so they just hang out and sit with you and uh, and just watch you. I mean, what's an egret look like? Um, an egret is a bird. It's a big bird. Oh, I, okay. I've seen those in Florida. Yeah. Now those things are potentially, you know, you wouldn't, you wouldn't fuck with a negro, would you? It's a big bird. They shit on my duck all the time. <sighs> I have a little duck, and they shit there, and they. Are it's you, horrible. They shit all over. Is that what you meant? You you have a little a little duck. I have a little duck. <laughs> yes, not a. Duck. That's huge. Ah, <laughs> uh, but uh, it's as big as my. Duck. Well, you don't you, you don't want a negro shitting on your duck, do you? Uh, you know how hard it is to get that shit off your duck. I don't. You got know. a sandblast. I got to go out there with a brush. Whoa, that sounds hazardous. That sounds you got to like go out there and soak sand. it so it loosens up, and then scrub it a little bit. Soak it in what? What do you soak it in? I use uh, I use uh, Dawn actually. And you put it right on your duck. I put the Dawn on the duck water, 
and then let it sit there. Huh. Then and, I get the hose, and, and then and, you get the hose, and, and then you go in for the kill. All, <laughs> all because an egret had to all shit because, on your And sock. if you walk out on that sock, he starts screaming at you. We have fights. Really? We actually have fights. This is one, one egret, one particular one. One egret. Look, this is my shit and sock. He doesn't care. He doesn't want to know me. He doesn't care to know me. Shitting on Larry's And he gets pissed off when I'm there. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Probably a lot of shit built up now. I think that we have, uh, I think we've exhausted the topic. topic. (laughs) We've learned a lot about raccoons, egrets, and and, uh, possums as well. And egret shit. Wait, what were the three animals again? A a rabbit, the rabbit. Rabbit. Now, rabbits, we'll talk about another time. We're going to save that. And we'll be talking about flies. Save it for the flies. And uh, a a new episode of The Thrill of the Kill always coming up. And uh, I I really enjoy that show. And by the way, I'm editing that show. Yes, uh, doing a great job. I'm calling myself co-producer because I called myself producer and he corrected me to co-producer. Did I? (laughs) No. What do I do? (laughs) What's my job title? You you are the owner and proprietor of that show. Yeah, you are. I'll put you back as producer. Oh, you're the host. Yes, of course. Yeah, and and uh, creator as well, and and what a great idea! You have comedians, and you have a lot of people don't always make the connection between comedy and pest control. It's it's more than just that you did both. Now I've got twenty three years in comedy. You had thirty eight years in, in pest control. Right. Uh, so makes me a better killer and you a funnier man. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey man, you, you know what? You are a trained, certified killer, and that is a fact. In, and in uh, quite a few states, or two states. Actually. Yeah, a lot of reciprocity, I'm sure. Uh, now, you uh, you have interviewed some really good people. Some of the exterminators that, you, that you've interviewed have been some of the most entertaining interviews that, that I've that I've heard. And uh, it's it's much it's you know it people oh but exterminating one trust me, uh, it's something you haven't thought about. But it's a it's a very very uh, fertile and uh, it it's it's a very uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, it's a rich vein of 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 interest, comedy, information, information, and yeah. Uh, yeah, very informative and and helpful too. You know, like if if you're not listening uh, before you put your Christmas decorations away. Yeah, you might be setting yourself up to end up with a bat in your Christmas tree, as we talked about in the last yes, episode. Yes, a bat in the fucking tree. That episode out now, uh, as of uh, well, at least as of Monday. Monday. And uh, do check it out. The Thrill of the Kill podcast. You can uh, you can get it in a variety of places. You get it on iTunes, or you know what? You can crimereport.nyc. There you go. You'll find a link right there. Thrill of the Kill podcast. And you Larry. get to watch the uh, crime report as well. Yeah, or listen to it. Uh, anyway, to, yeah, it. to watch it, you got to go to Compound. That's another thing. Thanks for reminding me. Compound Media is where I am on video right now. That's where it's at. So go there now uh, and just subscribe. And, and you know, if you're willing to do that, make sure that you tell them I'm here for Bad Dixon. And that's the reason I'm here. And then once you're there, you can watch all that shit. There's a ton of shit. Right. I think it's like eight bucks a month. If you if you go longer, it's like you know. And I know that like it all adds up. You got your Netflix, you got your Hulu, you got your fucking, you know, with something something new, Funto or something. I don't know what the. But fuck But these it is. are different shows, and these are creative shows. I, these are shows. I rather else. It's I, live. Exactly. I rather watch these or listen to these than watch TV or listen to the radio. Yeah, because you know it's like you watch YouTube and shit like that. That's fun. But you know this is, and you get live streams there. But we say any fucking thing we want. want. 
people have titty on there sometimes there's nudity there's like uh, people talking about things that you're not supposed to talk about it's it's definitely free speech compound media is uh kind of like the home for that type of free speech you know it's like it, it, it's not like overtly it's it's nothing that like you need to alert the, th- the authorities right, about or right, anything like right. that we're not giving out bomb making recipes or anything like that no. Uh, you know, but what it is is just fucking insane. So uh, yeah, we'll we'll see there, Compound Media, and also uh, you know I've got some comedy shows coming up. I'll be telling you about Larry. Uh, I appreciate you being here. Uh, hey, thanks for having me. Solid show, and uh, thank you for listening to New York City Crime Reports. <laughs> <laughs>